Welcome to the Coffee Buzz. I'm Bradley Brumley from Jonesboro, Arkansas, and thank you for being here. I had, a, I had a French press coffee this afternoon. Don't normally do that, but I've been on a like a Rudamaya kick lately. I love that brand. They're espresso blend, I think they call it, or it just says espresso on the bag. Rudamaya, good stuff. I like that you can't buy it pre-ground. You know, it's always whole bean. I think that says a lot, but uh, more to come on that. I digress. This week's guest doesn't even drink coffee, yet he seems to have more energy than anyone I know. Victor Trevino, this guy likes to run. I mean, I thought I liked running until I met this guy. He manages a running club. He's done countless organized runs, clocked in I don't know how many thousands of miles, and recently climbed a mountain in Canada. He's also a Marine, and on top of all that, he's a hilarious guy. Hope you like this. Here's Victor and I dorking out on some running. When did you start running? I started running, I should say, um, officially back when I went and was in the Marine Corps. Uh, that was part of our physical training was running, so that's when I started running. I uh, got out in 1985 and uh, ran for a couple more years and then realized, why am I doing this? I don't have to do this anymore. <laughs> so I stopped and yeah. I took a 20-year break. Wow. Um, I was out of shape and, mm. you know, drinking, smoking and got married, got divorced, went into a funk and um, I said, I need to get out of this. So... Lance, Ar what used to be Lance Armstrong 5K came up. I said, you know, I used to run the, or used to run three miles a day. Now let me try this out. And I ran. This is October of 2007. Finished that first one. I said, you know what? I kind of like this. Yeah. After that, I ran about seven or eight 5Ks within the Austin area and San Antonio, and uh, got hooked. Yeah, you did. And um, <laughs> now, let's see, I've been running, I'd say, basically for about 11 years now. Got back into it again 11 years, and now I went from being just a runner, now I lead a running group as well. Yeah, I remember yeah. you used to do that. Yeah. Yeah, and now you're, look look at you now, you're all lean and mean. <laughs> I don't know about what do you weigh, What do you weigh, like a buck 60 now? <laughs> um, almost, almost. I was pushing 180 at the time. Yeah. And um, I dropped down to about 158. Yeah, 18 really? pounds dropped down uh, doing running and just cutting out a lot of the bad things like the drinking and the smoking. I haven't smoked in um, about 11 years, almost wow. 11 years, yeah. Isn't it funny, like the way when you start a good habit, some of the bad ones start to drop off? Yes, yeah. yeah. I realized that, you know, with smoking, there was no way my lungs were going to hold up. Even though I did it when I was in the Marine Corps, Yeah, it wasn't the hardcore running that I'm doing. I shouldn't say hardcore running. But the more running that I'm doing as far as increased mileage, yeah. there it was three miles, three miles, three miles every day. Right. Um, I was 18 years old, you know, um, more resilient. Now, if I were to smoke like I used to yeah. and try to run, I would probably pass out. Oh, in your 20s, you're invincible. Right. Yeah. You drink I'd, all night, get up, run. 9-11 would have to be called on me because it, yeah, it's just, <laughs> there was no way. Right. So, <laughs> 
Well, tell me about your latest adventure. You went to Canada? Yeah, I went to Canada. I, um, I had I had been to Vancouver, and I'd been to Toronto, and I had friends that had gone to Banff. And I said, you know what? I might want to do that one day. Yeah. And I just put, kept shelving it, shelving it, shelving it. And then one day last year, something happened. I looked at, a, at some pictures of the friends of mine that sent that they had just gone. Yeah. I said, you know what? I, I think I want to go there. Hmm. So I planned it and uh, spent a whole week there. Um, I didn't do a lot of the touristy stuff. Some, yeah. but not much. But um, I managed to hike up a mountain twice. And how, do you know how high that mountain is? Uh, it was, most people say, oh, it wasn't that high. It was 8,000 feet. That's but we're, the, yeah. That's pretty, pretty high. <laughs> the trek up there was, was pretty intense. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty intense. It was, um, uh, it was considered a moderate level hike, but, yeah. uh, it took about two hours, two hours to get to the summit. Hmm. Yeah. Two hmm. and a half, eh, about two, about two and a half hours to get to the summit. Yeah. And yep. coming down was a little bit easier. Was it all one day, or did you hike or camp oh, up there? Yeah, it was. Uh, no, it was just one day. It was okay. a day hike. Um, the first time I did it, it uh, was overcast and foggy, and then it started snowing. This was in April, yeah. late April, April 29th. Um, I didn't make it all the way to the top at that time because oh, yeah. uh, I had latched on to a gentleman that was hiking up there and had been up there, and he got up to a point and he said, I don't want to go any further can't see the trail there's too much snow on the trail and I, there's a lot of rocks so i said you don't want to go up there i sure as heck i'm going yeah yeah so the sure. last day i was there the last full day i was there i it was sunny i was bound and determined i said i'm going to go up there and ended up doing it yeah but it yeah. was it was it was good yeah did you do any training around here to prepare for that none type? at all because there's really nothing around here that could prepare you, really. Not for that. Yeah. No, not for that. But I did manage to get in three runs when I was up there. Oh, really? Which was interesting. The first day that I got there, I left here at 5 o'clock in the morning. My flight got into Calgary hmm. at uh, 11-ish. Yeah. I picked up my car, checked into my hotel, and I had decided I wanted to drive around a little bit. And um, I saw this trail running river running through Calgary. It's wow. I think I want to go run that. Yeah. When do I you get know? this chance? When do I get this chance, right? <laughs> so I go back to the the hotel, and I realize I forgot my gels, uh, and yeah. I forgot my running belt. Yeah. And I'm not running with my phone in my hand. There's just not happening. Yeah. <laughs> and on top of that, which was on, I had brought a bunch of long sleeve shirts because I knew that the temperature was looking at the temperatures up there, and I put on a put on a long sleeve shirt stepped out and realized it's going to get too warm. Mm. You know, and it was probably about 55-ish oh, yeah. degrees up there. So I go into a running store and uh, buy a short sleeve shirt and a belt and then ask the lady, hey, where I, where's the trailheads here? Yeah. Go to the trailhead, found, told me where it was at. Start running about mm, not even a quarter mile on a trail and I see all this white stuff on the, on the, on the ground, on the banks of the river. Totally freaking out here. Not freaking out. I would just say, wow, here it is, <laughs> April 27th, and I'm in Canada, and there's still snow on the ground. That's crazy. So yeah. I took some photos, and I did a little five-mile run. Now, altitude-wise, my lungs did feel a little weird. Oh, I bet. Beating, being up at altitude there. Yeah. But our Calgary wasn't as high as where my next stop was. It was mm. Canmore. And um, now when I got there, I waited a couple days. I... Then I went and did my hike. Yeah. Then uh, I believe it was the next day. 
sun came out and went out for a run and a five mile run or actually it was going to be just a three or four mile run ended up being a seven mile run same thing yeah running a long way and there i am in in uh short uh sleeveless <laughs> now i'm sleeveless and it's it's uh the sun's out and everything and following these little trails along the bow river and uh I had uh, just put a pullover and had a sleeveless underneath. Well, I got too warm, so I took that off, and I'm running around down there. And then um, I uh, sun started getting, so then it started getting cooler. So I was I was alternating on it, but the uh, just the scenery, the trail, everything there was just I didn't want to come home. Yeah, yeah, the pictures yeah. you were sending. Yeah. And then the uh, last time I ran there was uh, it was a five miler. I went I ran downtown. I ran oh, okay. a little bit of trail downtown, and and then I ran downtown Canmore because I didn't stay in Banff. I stayed in Canmore. Okay. Banff was about fifteen minute drive. Yeah. So, but uh, managed to do that, and uh, that was great. Yeah. At that time, my lungs were starting to get a little acclimated, but I still wasn't able to push the uh, the pace that I have here. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, I bet there's no way to get your lungs ready for that no. type of thin air. Not at all. Yeah. So, I know you're a music guy, so I'm curious, how do you listen to your music? Do you do playlists? Do you do albums? Like, how do you, when you're running, you're training, how do you do it? Good question, Brad. <laughs> 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 Actually, what I do is I, um, I, I create playlists. Okay. And I have one that I created years ago uh, when I ran my first full marathon. Yeah. That I pretty much tweaked a little bit. Throughout the uh, throughout the years, yeah. But that's usually pretty much my basis. I put my Bluetooth headphones, pop them in, and um, and away we go. What what's some of your your top running songs? Well, when I first start off, my my first getting after I stretched out, getting ready to start my run, I usually play "Thunderstruck" by ACDC because oh, that gets the blood one. that gets the blood flowing, and <laughs> I'm like, it just gets you it pumped up. Oh yeah, from that opening guitar. Yeah, line. from the opening <laughs> guitar line, it's just like, let's get this done. And along the way, I mean, some of the fun, some of the fun, running down a dream oh, by uh, yeah. Tom Petty, "Give Me Shelter" by the Rolling Stones, mm, good "Sympathy ones. for the Devil," and probably my number one ultimate fan. I always try to time it if I can find it, if I can forward it uh, quick enough on my, my iPad. We're an American band by Grand Funk Railroad. Oh, I, yeah. There's nothing better than finishing a race just tearing it up the guitar the drum work on there that's probably <laughs> one of my favorite ones yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I knew every time I hear that song I think of you. <laughs> yeah think of you shaving another yeah. minute off your mile when you hear it <laughs> oh it kicks it there's been times where I'm running with a group with a group and all of a sudden they're wondering why the heck is he taking off yeah I'm taking off because that song will kick in and it just something I just kick it in and for that three and a half minutes or whatnot for the song I'm on Afterburner. It's just one of those songs that... That's why I try to keep it for the end. Yeah. When you've got nothing... You think you've got nothing left. And uh, you hear that one song. Yeah. It just says you reach down and you grab that intestinal fortitude like one of my drill instructors used to yell. <laughs> and um, and you just go. And when you finish, I mean, if you collapse, you collapse. If not, you just yeah. say, hey, you know what? I did it. Laid it all out. Laid there. it all out there. <laughs> so you talked about your running group. Are you kind of in a coach or mentor role there? How does that... Um, it's a meetup group yeah. it's through meetup.com. It's a social running. And I used to do a Thursday run yeah. where it was for beginners, where I would go out there with our either our slower runners or um, just runners that were like, hey, I can only do one or two miles. So I would either do a run walk with them. 
or I would sometimes run with yeah. them. Um, sometimes I would take off a little bit ahead because I really had to stretch my legs. Running a 13-minute mile at times you can do, you know, when you're used to running a an eight, eight and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, but for some people, that's a slow pace. But for me, eight and eight and a half at 55 years, almost 55 years old. Wow, that's pretty I'm, I'm okay with that, especially yeah. for somebody who hasn't been running that long and <laughs> smoked and drank for 20-something years. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. So... I would um, go ahead and then come back. It was almost like a modified Indian run on my part. You know, yeah. Come back and run with them for a little bit. Say, guys, I'm going to take off. I'll come back and get you. Uh-huh. Um, I've had some runners have come up to me for for um, tips. Yeah. Uh, guide, some guidance on, mm-hmm. you know, shoes or um, some training. I've actually created training programs for a couple of other runners. Oh, nice. You know, yeah. uh, I've taken what I... Uh, train for for myself, yeah. and tweaked it a little bit, or shared and said, "Here, here's what I use now. You don't have to run these paces. You don't have to run these intervals. You don't have to do these. But here's a foundation. Yeah. Play with it. Some of them I have actually run with and trained with them, so um, to get them prepared for you know a 5k or for a 10k or for a half marathon. Yeah. Um, so in a sense, yeah, it, it, as an organized, as the organizer for the Austin Runners Meetup, yeah, um, I've take kind of taken that role. But uh, we have a good group where folks can feed off of one another, and I'm learning always, all the time, from other runners because I reach out myself. Oh, you know, sure. I consider myself an experienced runner, but I don't consider myself like a long-term hardcore runner. Yeah, uh, I have a lot of friends that are, and they've along the way have helped me improve my running. Yeah. From the right shoe type, uh, my the way I'm running, my footfall. I used to be a heel striker. Now I strike midfoot. Um, posture, all of that. Um, oh, wow. So I learned that, and then I share share that with. So that's part of part of that running thing. Is yeah, just that, a big knowledge. Share. It's a big knowledge share. Yeah. yeah. Everyone has times, you know, where they're unmotivated to be that running or life or work. How do you dig deep? How do you stay motivated? To keep going. Good question. Um, well, I look at, I look back at, I have to reflect on things. Like I try to look back. Okay, when I wasn't running, what was I doing? Yeah, I was smoking. I was drinking heavily, and like this is what's going to happen if I quit. If mm-hmm. I if I don't do keep this up, running has be, has become like an addiction almost. <laughs> you know, and sometimes I, I sometimes I go into rehab, you know, and that's what my rehab is, is when I'm not running. That's considered, that's the down point, gotcha. you know, for, for an addict to get off of their hot, to get off of their drug, they go into rehab. Yeah. Well, mine is rehab like in the reverse, I guess you could say. I, I start thinking about that. And then I had last year, um, I really considered just giving up running at all. I had really? no motivation at all. I, I just didn't want to do it. I got up in the morning. I thought, why am I doing this anymore? What does it? What difference does it make? You know, I don't yeah. care about running anymore. I mean, I was looking at all my running gear and was starting to pack it up. No kidding. Wow. Was, and a good friend of mine, I had posted this on Facebook. And he was saying he picked it up. Something's wrong. And he's a, he was a runner in high school when we were in high school together. He used to run um, cross country, and he was an awesome runner. Yeah, and I reconnected with him probably about a couple of years ago, and he saw that and he called me and he said, "Hey, Vic, kind of worried about you, man." Yeah, I said, "You know, I see all those posts there, and you you were like giving me 
motivational here sometimes when I, I, and I'm like motivation for you because he co he coaches a a girls cross country team. Oh, okay. So I'm sitting here. I'm like, you, Mr. Hardcore Runner, me motivating you. He goes, yeah, I see your posts, your pictures, and everything. He's like, I'm just sitting here, like you know, get keep at it. Yeah. He goes, let me tell you a secret. He says, I fight that battle at least twice a year. Says, mm. What? He goes, yeah, twice a year. I fight that battle and say, I don't want to run anymore. I don't want to do this. Why am I doing this? Yeah. This is pointless. I just don't want to do it anymore. He goes, but then I remember why I like running. He said, um, just go out there next run. He goes, go out there tomorrow. I'm, I'm challenging you right now. Go out there tomorrow. Don't take your, don't take your GPS watch with you. Huh. I may say, don't take your music with you, but I know how you are about your music. <laughs> he says, just go out there and run. Just get back to. He basics. goes. In fact, get a get a get us get us get a regular watch. Yeah. And just go run for an hour, huh. thirty minutes, an hour. Just go out there and run. Yeah. Don't worry about your time. Don't worry about the distance. Go out there and just think. This is why I'm running. Yeah. He goes. If you run a ten minute mile, if you run a twelve minute mile, if you run an eight minute mile, he goes. Just go out there and do it. Yeah. Once you finish, he goes. I guarantee you. After you've done that, you're going to be back at it again. And sure enough, the next day. Went out, no watch, no nothing. Yeah. Um, went out there and ran. I had a playlist. I said, you know what? I'm going to listen to, I don't know, 12 songs. Yeah. And after 12 songs, I'm done. Oh, that's know? a good way to do it. Yeah. And, you know, some of these songs were three minutes. Now, I didn't put Do You Feel Like We Do by Frida <laughs> Frampton on there because then I would have been out there forever. <laughs> yeah, okay? exactly. But they were generally short songs. So yeah. by the time I did it, I figured I had run about a good maybe – 45 minutes yeah. roughly a little bit or a little bit over and it felt I finished I was sweating I was breathing a little heavy and I realized man I like this feeling yeah this is a good feeling just why why am I going to throw this away my group started noticing things they were reaching out to me hey what's wrong I'd go to a group run and I wouldn't run with anybody I'd run by myself or sometimes I wouldn't show up I just call and say hey guys I don't think I'm going to be able to make it yeah I'm not feeling well it wasn't I wasn't feeling well it's just, I just didn't feel like running. Right. You weren't in the mood. So it took that and then do it, realizing, do I want to go back to where I was? Because running got me out of that funk. It got mm. me out of, when, I, when I'm out there, bad relationships, arguments with coworkers, when it, all of that just goes out the window because I'm out there with the environment. I'm out right. there with nature. I'm looking at it and just pop the music in. Yeah. And like, uh, or what was his name? Rick Derringer. Free ride. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, you know. <laughs> that's what it was. It's a free ride, yeah. you know. I just go out there and clear, clear all of that stuff out. And that's why um, being in Canada also helped. Because I started getting that feeling. Guy mm. was in a situation and I was like, got out there, started running around the trees. Mountains all over the place. You yeah. know, you start realizing, you know, I'm out. you're outdoors. You're doing something. And it's something healthy, too. Yeah. You know, yeah. I um, I see a lot of folks my age that are... Oh my God, they look like they're about ready to push tulips. I oh, mean, they're, yeah. they're about ready to want, and I said, I don't want to look like that. So I'm like, yeah. that's what I'm gonna could end up looking like if I stop running. The weight comes back on, bad habits get picked could get picked up. Yeah. So I take all of that into consideration. And yeah. I say, okay, now I know why why I need need to stick with this. No, that's yeah. that's yeah. I, I can and good that you have this friend to support you like yeah. that. You yeah. know. Yeah. It's funny you called it addiction. I, I heard once someone call running a healthy suicidal tendency. 
Some people think that because we, you, you go out there. I mean, who in the right mind wants to run a full marathon, 26.2 miles? I don't even like driving 26.2. <laughs> and for many years, I was like, there's no way in hell you're going to get me yeah. to run a, a full marathon. Backing up a little bit, you wouldn't get me to run a, a full, you know, a half marathon. I thought 13 miles. I said, Shh, no way. Was it just a voice in the back of your head that went off one day? One day, a friend of mine, he had, Robert Garcia, and I blame him for this. <laughs> um, and I'm glad he did. He and I he used to run with the group before I took over. I didn't take over the group until 2011. So he would run with us, and he was new to the group at the time. We were running together, and, yeah. and um, one night he said, hey, let's, let's do five miles. You can do five miles. I said, Robert, I, I can't do five. I can only do three, maybe four. No, 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 you can do five. Let's do the loop. Let's do the loop. Yeah. So I'm running with him, and we're talking the whole way. And before we know it, we're done. And he goes, what was this about? You can't run five miles. He goes, man, I'm huffing and puffing over here, and you're just cruising along. <laughs> so that happened a couple of times. Then all of a sudden, the Austin, no, it was a 3M half marathon comes along. This was back in 2010. And um, he says, I was going to do the relay. I was going to do half, half, half of it with one person, and they were going to do the other half. Okay. Well, he said, no, 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 dude, dude. You you can you can do a half. I know you can. Come on, man. You you don't want to do no. You don't want to do no relay. Do the full thing. I'm like Robert. That's thirteen point one miles. I said you know, I've run a ten k and that about freaking killed me. And he's like, no no no. You can do it. You can do it. I, I know you can. Come, I'll train with you. I said all right. So I changed my registration from the relay to the full the full thirteen point one. So about a week out. He said, we got to get a long run in. I said, okay, well, how far? We're going to go to 10, got to go 10 miles. I had never, the last time I did 10 miles was uh, NCO school, 1984. Oh, so like, it had been a while. Quite a while. Yeah. yeah, quite a while ago. So I'm sitting here like, okay, let's, let's give it a shot. Yeah. Well, I lasted about a good six and a half miles and I had to stop and I just couldn't. And we would run about another mile and I'd have to stop. I just, it just wasn't happening. And he starts going, bro, oh, man, I, I don't know. And I'm like, wait a minute. No, you conned me into this. You conned me into this. I don't want to hear no bro. I don't know. I want to hear like, Vic, you can do this. I said, yeah. So we finished off. And then race day comes along. And I'm already nervous. And they delayed the race because of the wind that's blowing. Past. So I'm sitting here like, oh, my gosh, what the heck, you know? And I'm sitting here today, everybody's coming, you can do this, you can do this, you can just pace yourself, pace yourself. Backtrack a little bit. I tell my mother I'm going to be running a half marathon. She freaks out. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. You're not, Vic, you're not, in, you're not in your 20s anymore. This is, <laughs> I said, Mom, if I have to stop along the way, I'll stop. Yeah. But in the back of my head says, no, I'm running this sucker all the way through. Yeah, you as tell Mom as, what you need yeah, to tell her. <laughs> I told her what she needed to know. So... I was lucky that I had three ladies in the group that uh, were running, w running with me. And um, they said, well, you can run the first four miles by yourself and we'll pick you up afterwards. So at mile four, one of the ladies, he ran with me up until mile seven, who picked me up at mile seven, ran with me until mile 10, who picked me up at mile 10. And then she ran with me till about, about a half mile out. She yeah. said, it's all you now. Ended up finishing and I said, okay, I'm done. I've, I've, I've run my half marathon, done and over with. I'll be damned if, like, two days later, I'm looking at 
dang, you know what? I think I can run another one. <laughs> and I know this is probably a small number compared to other runners and hardcore runners. Who said, but um, 18 half marathons later, I'm still loving that that, yeah. that distance. Yeah. Half mar- a full marathon, uh, I think I pretty much hung up my gloves on that one. I did two of those, and yeah. um, they weren't pretty, but the feeling was great. Yeah, yeah. And I said, you know what? At least I wanted to go to my grave knowing at least I did one. Right. And I've done two. And in fact, I did the, the Marine Corps Marathon, which I was thinking about doing next year. But I, uh, I think I'm going to just say, yeah. you know, that's enough. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to ask you what's your what has been your biggest you know, challenge as a runner? Was it the marathons? The marathons was a challenge um, training in this uh, training for the um, for the Austin full. Yeah. Wasn't too bad. Uh, I trained in crappy weather and I'm I'm talking cold weather. I love running in the cold weather. So it wasn't wasn't too bad training for that. The race itself ended up being almost 70 degrees. And the humidity was up there. So it wasn't a pleasant race. Yeah. Training for the Marine Corps Marathon, I had to train in the summertime Mm. because it was in October. That was brutal. Oh, yeah. 100 degree weather and you're doing an 18 miler. It's just... Did you just get up like early in the morning? How did you combat the heat? Well, you got up. I started my run, would start my run about 5.30 in the morning. Some people start earlier, but no, I like to have my sleep. And even though I'm not getting much of it... um, it started off about 5.30 in the morning, but it's still humid. It's still hot and, and sticky out there, so yeah. it's still humid. So that part was, I think, the hardest part of it was is the, is the training for that. And, yeah. Uh, it, it takes a lot of time and effort, and you have to stick with the plan. Half marathon, I got to the point where now it's like the last one I ran, I ran like a 10-miler the week before. Hmm. So and pretty- I hadn't run distance. I hadn't run any serious distance before that. I just jumped into it. You're pretty much in a half marathon state all the time. Yeah, pretty yeah. much when I'm running there, that, that it's gotten to a point where I really don't have to train for one. I just right. go out there. And I That's can, just your usual. I mean, it, I probably could have done a lot better had I trained. Sure. But yeah. I wasn't going out there to break any records. I was just going to go out there just to have fun with it. Yeah, exactly. And that's yeah. how it happened. Yeah. What's, your, what's been your worst injury to date? You know, I think the worst injury I have, I haven't, I haven't pulled any muscles. I haven't had any dealing with plantar fasciitis or um, any of the common ailments. You know, I have a sore yeah. here. Probably the worst thing I did was uh, we were running on Town Lake Trail. It was after a bad storm we had had. It was just a, gosh, a few years back. And um, I uh, saw this tree and I said, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hurdle it, you know, kind of jump and throw my legs off to the side. Well, <laughs> my back leg did, my back leg caught on the branch. And oh, I face planted. Oh, yeah, tore up uh, two of my front teeth. I had to get. Oh man, it goes. I had to get. Uh, I had to get. Um, uh, what do you call those things? Uh, gosh, I can't the go. Prosthetics or no? I didn't get the prosthetics. I yeah. still had part of the tooth on there. Okay. Um, it was uh, not a cap. Uh, yeah. It was uh, the crowns. Crown. There you yeah, go. I had to get two crowns on there. Yeah. Man. But um, other than that, I have never. I I have been lucky. Yeah. I've been really lucky. I haven't gotten hurt. Injury, I mean, just a sore knee here and there. Um, that was about it. Yeah, I really, I've, I've lived a charmed life so far. <laughs> and there, yeah. there has been times where I've pushed it. For me, it was pushing it, um, you know, running six, six times a day. Or not six times a day, six days a week. Yeah. Um, for me, that was like totally unheard of, you know, and I was running every day, mm. every day. And it was minimum three miles, but 
uh, it got to the point where the minimum was four miles. Sometimes it was seven, sometimes yeah. it was ten, depending on the light and whatnot. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's probably a testament to your skill because yeah. you there's a fine art where knowing how much to push, mm-hmm. where you're pushing the body, but yet sometimes you have to listen to the body when it yeah. says stop. Yeah, and um, there's been times where I didn't listen to the body. Yeah. Yeah, I ran knee, I had a, um, a knee, it wasn't a, I don't know if it was a knee injury, or whatever, but it felt like it was just kind of like bone was wrapping and <laughs> scraping against bone, I guess if you could describe uh, it like that. But, you know, I would run for about a mile and it would go away. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I, yeah. But uh, no, no, uh, no serious injuries. Yeah. I've good been lucky. For you. Yeah. yeah. Any, any sagely advice on do you stretch? Like, how do you, how would you tell someone, here's some ways to prevent injuries? Stretching is probably one of the biggest things. Yeah. Now, a lot of, there, there's, and, and there's been a lot of studies on this. Um, yeah. There's a misconception that, you have to stretch, you know, do do this uh, kind of a serious stretch before your run. Not necessarily. Really? Um, I found that a lot of a lot of runners, I mean, hardcore runners that I've spoken to, they do a light stretch, a very light stretch in the beginning. You know, they get, you see folks skipping, you know, before oh, a race. Okay. And stuff, you know, yeah. just to kind of get the blood flowing and whatnot. But you don't really, the, the run itself is mm-hmm. where you're stretching. Now, you really don't want to start start off you know especially in cold weather yeah with everything already tight because you're you're cold you're you know your your muscles are tightening up trying to keep you warm your shape whatnot right you don't want to do you want to do a light stretch on that the key though is after your run that's when you want to stretch that's when you want to focus more on the stretching because your muscles going to start tightening up mm-hmm. um and if you don't stretch then that's you're just going to you know open yourself for for potential injury yeah um uh I would also say that um, know your limits. Yeah. Know your limits. If you're out there and you're pushing it and you're feeling a little stitch in the side or whatnot, don't run. Try. Yeah. Uh, your your quads are starting to hurt or whatnot. Just know when it's like we talked about earlier. Listen to your body. Yeah. You know, if you don't, you're you know you're going to be hard. And I've done. I'm so guilty of it. That's why I'm lucky. I have never been injured. Hmm. Is that I at times was not listening to my. I get lower back pains. My my uh, my um, calves would cramp up, and I would just stop. I'm massage them. Okay, let's keep going. But I wouldn't recommend that to anybody <laughs> yeah. that's that's just getting into running. I'd say you know, be mindful of your body, what your body's telling you, and um, <clears throat> excuse me. You know, if you got to stop, you got to stop. Yeah. You know, there's always another day. Right. You exactly. Know, it's okay to to miss one day of running versus missing several days or several weeks or several months of running because you didn't listen to your body. I think that's one of the biggest things, lessons that I learned in running was being more mindful of the body. Yeah. And that developing that relationship. Yeah. Is what you're talking about. And the, another thing, hydration. Yeah. Got, especially here in this god-awful Texas heat. <laughs> For um, real. That's, a, that's the easiest way to get to get injured. I know I, I uh, had a brief moment with, um, I was overheating. Mm. And um, uh, I had to cool myself down. I, I mean, I had to go stand underneath the one of those showers at the down at the at the trail. Oh, yeah. For a couple of minutes because I had um, I started feeling dizzy, but I had I had also done a double run. I had run three miles earlier just to warm up, yeah. and then I ran another seven with the with the group. And um, so 
hydration is is in this heat and even in the cold weather because you don't feel it yeah got to stay hydrated mm. got to stay hydrated yeah know, that's or else huge. you know you're gonna have problems oh you'll fall over yeah, <laughs> yeah right <laughs> Hey, so what's next for you? What's your next adventure uh, in terms of you know, running or, or going out to another mountain? What, what are you looking at now? Well, I'm considering going back to where I was in Canada in December to see it in the wintertime, but we oh. don't, I don't know yet. As far as races go, I'm thinking about doing the, half, the uh, San Antonio, rock, the Rock and Roll Half Marathon again. Oh, is that, that comes up in November? That's or? in December. 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 Okay. So I'm not sure about that. Yeah. If not... Um, I pretty much gotten to where I do every year, 3M, Austin Half, uh, Cap 10K. Yeah. The uh, Run for the Water. Actually, the Run for the Water, Run for the Water 10 Milers, my next, it'll be my next race. And that's not coming up until like November. Yeah, okay. First week in November. Yeah. Yeah, and then you've got the Turkey Trot. You've got, you know, but uh, as far as a serious race, yeah, the, uh, the Run for the Water is the next one. Yeah. No more marathons, though. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I'd love to say I was going to, I'll do one more next year. Marine yeah, you, but, you, um, you say that now, but you yeah, know. Yeah, <laughs> I know I say that now, but then also when I'm outside and it's 98 degrees with a heat, heat index of 110, I'm like, no, thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think next year when I hit the double nickels, I'll do something. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm not going to do... Maybe I'll do... A, well, I don't even know if I want to do a, a 30K. <laughs> yeah. How well, far, how far 30, is that? 50K, a 50K, 50K. I'm sorry. 50K is like a little bit over 30, 30 miles, I believe. Wow. Yeah. That's like the the bottom end of a, an ultra. Yeah. Yeah, because you got the... You got the fifty k's and you got those hundred milers and I'm oh, like, no, man. no, I'm not, I'm not that hardcore. I, those, those days, want to do that or what? Yeah, yeah, I'm in awe of those guys, but I have no desire to go there. <laughs> I have a good friend of mine. He was a marine too, and he's, yeah. he's done two one hundred milers. In fact, wow. he's training to do another one, and I'm like, you go for it, dude. Yeah, because you know I'm, I'm, I'm not doing that. No. <laughs> no. I don't even like driving hundred miles. I mean, yeah, no kidding, I'm right? Flying hundred miles, you know? So, yeah. Uh, there's been times where I have felt where I wasn't motivated and, and you've kept me going. Yeah. So well, it's know. good to know that, that yeah. you know, cause I, um, I didn't think that, you know, I had, I've had some runners, some of these newer runners come up and then they, they end up doing their first 10 K or they end up doing this first half marathon. I had, I remember that it was a funny story. One, one of our female runners, she, uh, she had signed up for the, <clears throat> excuse me, run for the water. And I thought she was going to do the 5K. Well, jokingly, I told her, nah, you ought to do the 10-miler. You can do it. Yeah. So we finished the race. And um, I see her at, you know, at, the finish, at, at, the, at the finish, you know. And we're talking. And she goes, oh, my God, those hills were brutal. I'm like, you did the 5K. What do you mean, what, what hills? It's, we're the, <laughs> those of us that did the 10-miler, we're the ones that hit the hills. She goes, Victor, I did the 10-miler. And I'm like, you did what? <laughs> and she goes, Yeah. You told me I could do it. And I'm like, yeah, but I was joking. She goes, well, you, I thought you were being serious. And I'm like, you Miyagi'd her. And I'm sitting here like, you really did the temp? She goes, yes. And I said, well, how did you like it? She goes, I think I'll do it again. And wow. I said, well, there you go. Isn't it funny? Sometimes that's all someone needs to hear. Yeah. Yeah. And I had another fella. He, uh, he's kind of a heavy set guy. Yeah. He, he comes out. He's probably one of my favorite runners. He doesn't run very fast, and he yeah. knows it. I mean, he's he's got a weight issue, but he comes out there, and he'll run, and he won't be the fastest runner, but he gets out there and does it. Yeah. And he did 
the when we still had the the, the Austin 1020. Yeah. That was the longest run he'd ever done, and he came up to me, goes, "Thanks for pushing me." And he goes, I, "I don't think I could have done it if you wouldn't have had the the confidence in me to to, to get it done." And I yeah. said, "Louie, I said, you know what? I gave, I may have provided the words, but it came, it comes from you." I said, it mm-hmm. come, "You're the one that has to do the the actions." I said, "I may have provided the words, but the actions came from you." So it was, it's good to know that that when people see my running journey per se, yeah. That some of them get motivated by it. Uh, I get a lot of compliments, you know. Yeah. Captain America, freaking, <laughs> I'm the running machine. <laughs> well, Captain America is my favorite superhero, so I always say that when I have a great run, that the I invoked the powers of Captain there America. There you go. He was feeling. I was feeling it that day. <laughs> but um, it's good to know that uh, that others are looking and and they take heed to it, and they're like, you know, hey, how do I do this? I just had a runner that joined our group the other day was sending me a message saying, Hey, I'm afraid. I'm afraid to join the group because I don't know if I can keep up. I'm like, you know what? She goes, what, what are your tips? My tip was to her was get your butt out here with us and you go run. <laughs> there That's you go. basically your tip. And she Just show up, show up. <laughs> and I said, I don't care if you run a 14 minute mile, if you have to run, walk it all the way. We have people that'll run with you. And I said, I'll run with you. Yeah. And I've done that. Yeah. You know, so I think, um, I think it's good that uh, these people see this, and it, and I think the, that's what some of these folks that may have not may not want to run, yeah, that decide. I don't know if I can do this. It gives them that little push to like, mm. you know what, I, I'm going to give it a shot. And nine times out of ten, when they come out there and they see the camaraderie of our group, yeah, they're like, wow. And I've seen runners go from struggling to do uh, a freaking three mile run. Yeah, I mean they're struggling. Now they're doing full marathons you know and 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 at good good paces yeah. so it's you know it's good to see that and they you know that something needed to give give them that spark like what it did with me mm-hmm. i needed that spark the yeah. group gave it to me and you know it's good to see that we're giving it back absolutely and it just it's uh it's good that you guys have this space where there's no judgment you know people would just come in cuz a lot of people when they they go to town lake and they're seeing everyone running there's just this barrier the mental barrier oh i i don't think i could hang with those guys right yeah you know and i'm i i fall victim to that every now and then i see a 60 year old something man going blowing right past me and i'm like sitting here like i feel <laughs> inadequate you know but then i think i i it also gives me motivation because I look you know what at 60 i want to be doing that yeah he's I, the rabbit 65, you know I, I i'm not necessarily running the speed right but still running at 60 i ran with a 74 year old man one time I was huffing and puffing. He's sitting there just like nobody's business. When I checked our our pace, we were doing a seven forty five. Wow, seven forty five. And, and he's and and this was for a five mile run. I mean, mind you, some folks say like, "Yeah, it's only five miles." I said, "But hey, that's better me, than mine when I'm doing like two or three. <laughs> I, I mean, I, so so that kind of gave me gave me gives me that motivation to keep yeah. doing it because I see one these are people that are healthy. Yeah, you know, they're still out there doing it. And, you know, here I am approaching, I'll be 55 next year. Yeah. You know, am I still going to be running? Now I look at my speeds now. Am I running as fast as I was when I, you know, four or five years ago? I've lost maybe a step or two, but I attributed that due to putting the weight back on because I started neglecting my running. It's gotten better. But uh, I know that maybe maybe I have hit a plateau and everybody does. But, um, but yeah, it's... Uh, 
It's great. It's a great feeling. Yeah. Like you said, it's all about keeping moving. You know, you don't have to be setting any records. You You don't. Um, It's just about being healthy and getting, uh, I don't know, I think there's as much of a mental uh, effect from running as there is physical. Yeah. It's it's a lot of it's mental. Because if you start telling yourself, oh, man, oh, it's so damn hot out here. Oh, man. (laughs) Man, you know what? I really want to, I don't want to, I don't want to do this anymore. You know, you start yeah. doing that, then yeah, yeah, you're crapping out. But when you start, one runner gave me a really good bit of advice too. I get a lot, to, a lot of good uh, bits of advice. He says, when you go out there, you notice you see, you see people running by you. What's, how, what do they look like? What, what's their face? Look at their facial expression. What huh. they're, they've got this determination, this, this, but they're doing, they're not doing one thing. I go, what's that? He goes, they're not smiling. Huh. I'm Interesting. Like, he goes, try that. He goes, don't smile like, you know, like you're out, out of the, you know, just out of the loony bin or whatnot. <laughs> that type of smile, you know. Yeah, people might. One flew over the cuckoo in that smile. <laughs> but um, just kind of a little grin a little bit. Yeah. You know, look at your environment. Look at the trees. You know, look at. He just, just take all of that in. A lot of us don't do that. We get into uh. a mindset, and I've been guilty, but I get into a mindset. I don't smile. But when I did that, it was like, wow. That's that's really people. good yeah. advice. Yeah, you know, because have, have fun. Yeah, go out there and have fun with it. None that's of what the, a lot of know, people forget to do. They forget ironically. <laughs> when it becomes a numbers game, that takes the fun out of it. Yeah, and I was guilty of that several times. That it was a numbers game. Oh my pace. Oh, I got to pick it up. Right. Oh my god, I've only got, you know, I've only had four miles in this week. You know what? I got. I've got to increase it. I've got to. You know, I've got to. Oh, not this week, but today I only did four miles. No, no, let's go three, three more. Yeah. You know. Why? I can run tomorrow. There you, you go. Know, I can run the next day. One thing that I didn't, uh, that I like too about the social with, with our group too is a lot of runners do get intimidated mm-hmm. um, by running with other groups, paid groups or whatnot. or right? Because a lot of times there's kind of like a little, uh, you know, like a little, I say, don't want to sound this negative, but... Uh, you don't quite fit in because you don't run the faster paces or you don't run the greater distances and what. So it's kind of hard for for folks to kind of feel that oh I can be a part of this. Sure. But yeah. I don't run fast enough with these guys. And I try to keep our group with like I don't care if you run a 14 minute mile or or a 7 minute mile. We have a variety and I don't never ever want anybody to feel intimidated because then I can you know you could have probably the next uh, a great runner yeah, absolutely. that could have been but he or she didn't. Because they felt, oh my God, I don't run as fast as you guys, and I don't think I'll ever be able to run as fast. I said, you're out there running. All my bar, oh, I almost said borrowers. I'm thinking work here. Oh my gosh, <laughs> all my runners that that have have felt that. The one thing I tell them is like, you know what? Did you have fun? Well, yeah, I didn't think I could do that three miles. But I said, no, no, no buts. Did you have fun? Yeah. yeah. Do you want to do this again? Well, yeah, I want to do it again. There you go. That's a win. That's it. It's a win-win situation. <laughs> yeah. I said, you don't have to run fast. He goes, yeah, but you're running like an eight-minute mile. I said, so? You know what? I used to run an 11-minute mile. I used yeah. to run an 11-and-a-half-minute mile. I said, and it was because running with these folks, that camaraderie, that feeling of, of uh, belonging, not being like, well, yeah, you can hang out with us, but... Um, you know, we got this little group over here, and we're a bunch of fast runners, and we got our little community here. Yeah. That's one thing I didn't, I didn't, 
I, I don't like. Um, yeah, you have so to run you, a seven minute mile. Yeah, to, to, feel, be to kind of to, be in, to fit in with us. Oh, yeah. you you've run you've only run two two full marathons. Oh, I've done like twenty something. I'm like, well, you know, good for you. Yeah, that works for you. That's fine. But you know what? My two they mean a lot to me. That's right. And that's the way it should be. You know, it should be whether you ran two 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 marathons, whether you ran. 14 marathons. Yeah. You know, and whether you're a seven minute miler or 12 minute miler, I have more respect. I shouldn't say I have more respect, but I have um, respect for those that know that, hey, I'm never going to run a 10 minute mile, but you know what? I'm still going to go out there and do it. There you go. Yeah. One of my, one of my favorite runners, she's, uh, I call her the cruiser. Yeah. <laughs> she runs about a 12 minute mile, but that woman has run. 11 full marathons. Wow. And she's done two 50Ks. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, you could barely run three miles when you first joined us. And, uh, and she's, yeah, she, not look uh, at her. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just, I'm just sitting here like, and that's the kind of runner I like. I, I, Absolutely. I, I, I just feel, um, a lot of respect for mm -hmm. and, is not the runner that goes out there and, and blows a, you know, five minute mile. I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. That's, that's, I like the guy or the gal that, that's out there and, you know, they got a little few extra pounds in it there, but they go out there and they do it. Yeah. And I see them doing it where the rest of the folks in, in Austin, most of the, you know, the other 80% um, that morning yeah, are, are either still in bed, <laughs> right? Or yeah. they got up early and they're eating bonbons, you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or, or not necessarily bonbons, but, <laughs> but I, and I tell folks that I said, you know, when they go out there and run, I'm like, think about it this way. You know, oh my god, you know, it's so early in the morning. I said, yeah, but think about it this way. There's ninety percent of Austin is is asleep right now, crashed yeah. out. You're out here doing something fun. That's right. At five thirty in the morning, something that's going to elevate something that's your gonna mood. Help you. Yeah. And and that's what you look at it because I mean I'm guilty of it too. Sometimes I get up like why in the heck am I getting up so early to do this? Yeah, and it's like because it's fun. There you go. Yeah. Now is your your group is is it an open group? Can anybody join? Our group is an open uh, open group. Yeah. Um, I monitor well. It's through Meetup, uh -huh. Austin Runners Meetup, through Meetup.com, and it's it's open and free to everybody. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, as organizer, I pay I pay for the dues. Yeah, because uh, it's it's like I said, it's not a club. Okay. So there's no bylaws or anything like that. It's just it's just a meetup group. Gotcha. Um, but a lot of folks for them that's what they need. Yeah. And um, I don't I I don't push any training. I said this isn't a training group. Yeah. This is a social group because the only reason we run is to go eat breakfast afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite post uh, workout meal? Lately, for the past few years, it's been um, uh, after a good run, usually a couple of eggs yeah. over easy or over medium, uh, side of sausage, some ciabatta yeah. bread, and, uh, sometimes a bowl of oatmeal. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know if you had like a favorite, uh, you know, spot you like to go to. And Well, we do. Um, you know, every on the weekends, uh, there's a little, nice little place off of uh, in the Clarksville area in yeah. Austin. Uh, Galaxy Cafe. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And we've been going there probably about whew, four or five years now. I mean, okay. I've seen the kids working there. Were in high school. Now they're in college, and <laughs> you know some of them are graduating from college. Yeah. Um, 
knows most of the staff there, and they've been real. There, there's a lot of runners that go there. Oh yeah. So they're really good to the runners there. Um, that's one of our favorite places to that's, go, for, yeah. and that's like I said, that's a that's an after breakfast or the after run breakfast right. place that we go. So it's it's become normal. You know, the service is great. The food, you know, it's local. Yeah. It's, it's um, so you know, sort of got to support a local business. Right, right. You don't Absolutely. have to, but it's nice to. Yeah. On that note, where do you like to get your gear here in town? I know you like to shop local. Yeah. Um, well, um, I like to go to Ready to Run. Yeah. Uh, good friend of mine. Uh, he was he was owner now. He's opened up another store. Um, Ready to Run has been though my my go to. It's off Far West. Um, they've been really good. In yeah. fact, uh, they got me back on the right track to running in the right type of shoes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, for my shoes, I don't mind spending them on. I know some folks like to go online, yeah, and that's great. If you've got a shoe that you know, that you that you use, that you're comfortable with, me, I don't mind spending the money. Though online would be more more, I guess, it cost effective in a sense. Yeah, you save but a few bucks. You save a I few guess. bucks here and there. Yeah. However, um, you don't have the personal that person fitting your shoes for yeah. you. Get, just make sure that you're in the right shoe because. You're you can't change. You can't go from a, from a neutral gait to you're gonna need a little bit of stability as you get older. You put on a little bit more weight. You're hitting differently. Things can change. Interesting. And you don't get that. You don't get that from online. Now, um, I always tell everybody. I said, you know, if you want a short change on your your running gear, like get a pair of shorts at Academy or, you know, go to a TJ Maxx and see what they got on sale or shirts like that. I I do that. I've done that. Yeah. I, I'm not gonna hesitate saying that I haven't. But when it comes to my shoes and comes to my socks. I'll spend the money. Yeah. Yeah. That's where, if you don't, I mean, you're going to notice it. Yeah. Right? I mean, you go out there and buy, you know, a, a $2 pair of, they say they're athletic socks. Yeah. They're 100% cotton. You're asking for trouble. <laughs> yeah. I had a friend in every race, he would just say, I don't care what my time is, but I want to beat anybody wearing a cotton t-shirt. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yes. Yeah. Cotton t-shirts. Yeah. yeah. Got to get rid of those. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I, there's, there's a couple of, um, the loop. Running supply down uh, what used yeah. to be Luke's locker. That's uh, my friend Ryan, um, who was co-owner of Ready to Run. He's he opened up a store. He and his wife opened up a store down there. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, those two would probably be the only places in Austin where I would go to buy to yeah, buy my. They know I mean, their stuff. They know right. their stuff. Yeah, uh, Ready to Run. Uh, the crew there, they're all runners. Um, yeah. Some of them have run in college. Uh, they know their business. They've got a gentleman up there that works with them part time. He does orthotics out of there. Oh, in fact, nice, he's done yeah. orthotics for the uh, UT uh, football team. Yeah. Oh. He wow. develops. He'll sit there and they schedule an appointment. You know, to do that. Um, they've done a couple of shuminars for our group. Oh, I've never heard of that. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Basi- <laughs> basically, what it is is just it's going in there and what they're explaining is why you're running in this type of shoe why you need to write and run in the right per, uh, pair of shoe kind of look a little bit of the mechanics of of your you know how your feet are falling on you know whether you're a, a neutral you have neutral or whether you you need some some stability yeah or whether you know you've got flat feet you mm-hmm. know you got or higher arches or whatnot so basically it basically it's just kind of like an education yeah. like a seminar yeah. we call it a shoe seminar because a, it's basically clever. it's about your <laughs> shoes you know you, they talk about that and then um you know, I, even to this day, uh, as running as you know, for the time that I have, I still learn something from those. Yeah. I still take away something. You know, you know, when you're hitting like versus your heel striking, or why running in running in a uh, a zero drop where you have no, there's no uh, 
there's like practically like you're running with bare feet on but you just got a pair of shoes on there yeah no drop versus a four millimeter or a eight millimeter heel striking running on your running your t- running on your tippy toes running yeah. running midfoot i mean so you get a lot of these out of you they're very short i mean not very short but they're i'd say probably about an hour usually about an hour okay. and a half then we yeah. open up the questions and then nine times out of ten we have folks buying shoes well sure yeah, yeah. so but um the purposes are to get is i try to get the the newer runners mm-hmm. out there to hear this information because it's information because i've had them come up to me and say hey victor what kind of pair what, what kind of shoe do you think i need to buy I'm like, well, what kind of shoes are you wearing right now? And I'm like, well, here's what I need you to, what you should do. Yeah. Go over here, get a gate analysis done. They'll be able to tell you what the right type of shoe is. Because I tell you, if you're running in the wrong type of shoe, you're opening yourself up for, for potential injury. And that right there could make you hate it. Exactly. You know? I used to run in uh, New Balances for once, years ago. Yeah. I tried, I've, I've tried probably, I don't know, Brooks, Adidas, Nike, Saucony. Mizuno, New Balance, oh gosh, that one car, Carhu. Oh yeah. I've tried those odd shoes and all, and, and I found good shoes on it, you know, and just recently I went back to, I went and bought a pair of New Balance. I swore I'd, swore I'd never wear New Balance again after the, the experience that I had. They just were clunky, they just didn't feel right. They were a little heavier. They were they, heavier. Yeah. Bought a new pair, they almost as good as my Brooks Ghost 10s. Really? I'm sitting here like, oh my gosh, these things are great. Huh. So you know, it, things things change, and some people get stuck in a certain brand. Oh yeah, and you, you can get stuck in, and it's easy to do, but a lot of times they, those brands will change the 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 dynamics of the shoe. Oh yeah, and all of a sudden that shoe's not it's not, not what it used not to what be it used to be five years ago. Right, or the, the year the, the next year. I yeah, mean, case in point, Brooks. So I'm I'm running in Brooks now. Brooks and and I switch off Brooks and New Balance, and uh, I have a pair of each. Actually, I hate to say that I got about four pairs total. <laughs> never hurts to have too many pairs of shoes. That's right. Yeah. I, but you Rotate just have a shoe rack. <laughs> well, I was I was told that if you have if you have like let's say a pair of Mizuno's and a pair of Saucony's and a pair of uh, Brooks, it's like it's cross crossfit for your feet. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So because each shoe's got a bit going to have a little little be be a little bit different, built okay. a little bit different. Yeah. My Brooks, I'm it's like I'm running on on water almost it's just that's how they feel when i'm out there on the pavement or even on the trail yeah um new balance feels about the same you know so it's just whereas saucony was starting to feel a little rough you mm-hmm. know and and uh they make a good shoe i ran in them for many many years but um i went back to brooks yeah so it's basically it could be preference some people prefer well, I'm run, i want to run in adidas okay that works for you that's fine you know so uh preference but uh I always say go to some place where they know about the running, and then they can uh, they can put you in the right type of yeah, shoe. Yeah, yeah, definitely check out those stores because uh, this guy knows his stuff when it comes yeah. to shoes. And, and they also talk, you know, some certain gear yeah. that you should have. You know, to hydration. You know, is, mm-hmm. is key. They start talking about that. Um, you know, different types of like energy gels. Some yeah. people like you know goo. Some people like uh, that. Um, oh, what's that? Uh, the local one, Honey Zinger. Oh, or okay. Sunny Stinger, whatnot, whatnot. Yeah, yeah, that's I prefer some like the cliff, cliff shots. Yeah. Right? You know, different things. Uh, and then, of course, the hydration. You've got the uh, the electrolyte packets, you know, for, you know, you've got Noon, you've got Goo, you've got, um, I believe Honeysinger has something too. But, you know, have the, the yeah. different, there are different brands out there. Well, know? there's, it's high tech now. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's got so high tech. Yeah. You know, even, you know, you got now, you, now with the running watches, you know, your GPS oh, yeah. watches, you know, you got, 
got all that. But I, I see a lot of runners out there, though, that um, they're still old school. They don't run with a watch. Yeah. They go out there, and those guys are blowing fast. I mean, they're just <laughs> hauling A. Yeah. You know, um, so there's, you know, people like that. And Absolutely. And it works for them. Yeah. Me, Whatever I gotta, works. I have my watch, you know. So yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, thank you again for being here. And uh, what is it, Austin Runners Austin Meetup? Runners Meetup, yeah. Yeah, so check that out if you're looking to break into the running game. I highly encourage anybody, especially... Under the tutelage of, uh, <laughs> of the V-Man. Oh, man, you're giving me too much credit here. <laughs> well, that does it for this week's episode. You can find Victor Trevino at the austinrunnersmeetup.com. And uh, I do appreciate him being there. It was a lot of fun talking to him. And I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, thank you for listening and being a part of this. You can find me at thecoffeebuzzpodcast.com. Thanks again and talk to you next week.